0: Welcome to the KPB Podcast. This is your host, Ethan Gavon, coming to you from Sacramento, California. Keep Playing Baseball is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping every high school baseball player navigate the recruiting process and play college baseball. At KPB, we don't think money should dictate who has the opportunity to play college baseball or who gets to make informed decisions throughout the college baseball recruiting process and all our resources, including this podcast, are 100% free. No signups, no fees, no strings attached. We use the KPB podcast in many different ways, but the main point is to get you the information you need to keep playing baseball. We appreciate you tuning in to the KPB podcast, the best source of recruiting information on the go. What's up guys? We're back with another daily KPB on this episode. We're talking about something that's vital to recruiting success and that's targeting the right schools and the right levels in recruitment. And a common misstep in the recruiting process happens when players don't do that. It happens when they pursue schools or programs where their baseball skill set doesn't fit. These, These players either target Only schools where the standard of play is too high for their skills or they ignore interest from schools where their skill set does match up well, thinking that they can do better. It goes without saying that you should treat all interest as serious interest and make sure you do plenty of research on each and every program that expresses interest in you. With over 1,600 college baseball programs out there, There are tons of schools out there that you've either never heard of or know nothing about that could be a really good fit for what you're looking for in a college and baseball experience. So don't neglect those schools just because you haven't heard of them or you don't know much about them. With so many programs out there, you're probably wondering how you know that you're targeting the right schools for your skill set. And it turns out that there's not an easy answer to this question, and that's probably why so many recruits get it wrong. But luckily, we've done the research for you, and we've come up with five things that you can do to help make sure that you're targeting the appropriate level of college baseball for your skill set, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. The first one is constantly seeking honest and objective feedback on your playing abilities. So we have an entire article devoted to how you can get honest and objective feedback and why it's so important, but the short version is this. In order to create a plan to reach the standard of play for the level of college baseball that you want to pursue, you have to know where you stand right now and where you need to improve. So this gets back to the idea that an inflated perspective about your abilities it might make you feel better about yourself. It may make you feel more comfortable, but it's a recruiting trap that you, can, that you can fall into. It's something that can set you up for failure. So seek the truth and embrace it as motivation for your ability to improve in the areas where you may fall short. So we, we've said it time and again, but you should run to the people who are telling you that you aren't good enough because those people are providing you with the clues for what you need to do to get better. So constantly seek out that honest and objective feedback and thank those people for giving you what you need to get better. Number two, exercise patience in the recruiting process. Most players need to be patient in the recruiting process to allow themselves time to mature, time to add strength, and time to improve their on-field skills. In short, you don't want to wait until you can put your, I should say, you do want to wait. You do want to wait until you can put your best foot forward because reaching out to coaches and seeking exposure before you're ready for it is a recipe for disaster. Waiting until you have the skills that college coaches are looking for, that's a key for recruiting success. For most, this means that you're probably going to have to wait until your junior or even your senior year before you start really trying to maximize that exposure to college coaches, before you really step on the gas and go full bore trying to reach out to the programs that interest you. If you start receiving interest from college coaches, that's a pretty good indication that you're ready to seek exposure from schools with a similar level of play to that. And again, we have an entire article devoted to understanding when you should contact college coaches how to better understand when the recruiting timeline is favorable for you and when you should be seeking exposure in the recruiting process. So I suggest you jump on the written version of this article and check out those those additional articles, those additional resources, because they're really going to help you see when you will be ready to seek out that exposure. When you're going to be ready to contact college coaches and when it's most likely that In doing so, you're going to get a positive response and get recruited. You'll notice that there's some overlap in these resources, but they're all super helpful in making sure that you don't get crossed off a coach's list because you reach out to them or you seek exposure before you're ready to be evaluated. So exercise patience. If you are good enough to play at a high level as an underclassman in high school, so if you're getting recruited by D1 programs, as a freshman or a sophomore in high school, that's gonna tell you something. If you're not getting recruited by these programs, then be patient, let your skills develop, continue to focus on developing into the best recruit possible. Three, educate yourself on the different levels of college baseball. To do this properly, you're gonna to have to do a good job of researching more than just D1, D2, D3, NAIA, and JUCO. Each of these divisions or organizations have a mix of different levels of play. For example, teams in Division I Power Five conferences have a much different standard of play than mid-majors or underfunded Division I programs. So similarly, there are programs in every level of college baseball, JUCO and D3 included, that could compete with some of or all of the D1 programs on a regular basis. Because each division is so diverse in its blend of talent, it makes doing your homework on specific schools, on specific conferences, even more important. It may be that you can can and should target D1 schools, but maybe not the D1 schools that you're used to seeing on ESPN or College Game Day. And we talk out length about this, and the importance of doing individual research on schools and coaches in an article that we link in the written, written version of this uh, podcast. Um, but the same research should be done across conferences as well, right? You really need to figure out the conference level of play and, and the level of play at that particular school because it can vary greatly from conference to conference. It can also vary greatly within a conference, The bottom line is that you never want to assume anything and you should always make informed decisions in the recruiting process. Number four, do well in school. You've probably heard this before uh, and if you listen to this podcast, you're going to hear it again because we harp on this often and you're probably wondering how this has anything to do with targeting schools that fit your ability. Well, getting admitted into a school on your own is one way you can give yourself a better chance to end up at a school that may be a little bit of a reach for your skill set. It also gives you something to use as leverage when trying to contact coaches late in the game, late in your senior year. Um, Contacting a school that that you haven't been able to impress and letting them know that you're already admitted and would like to explore the options for trying out or for being a walk-on is a great way to improve your chances of being able to walk-on at a big time program or at a at a school that's a little bit of a stretch for your skill set or at the very least speak with the coach about how realistic those opportunities are. So doing well in school is always going to help you in the recruiting process. It's always going to help you give more get more leverage, but it also is part of your skill set. Okay, your academics are part of your skill set. And so if you're targeting schools that are outside your skill set, academically then you're going to have trouble getting responses from those programs right if you email a coach with your transcript at a high academic school and your transcript shows that you're not going to be able to get into that into that school then that program's not going to respond to you so doing well in school is always going to help you target schools that fit uh, what your skill set is both academically and on the field. Last one, number five, start wide and finish narrow. This is something we talk about a lot, but at the beginning of the recruiting process, when you start building your list of schools of interest, cast a wide net and explore all available options, all levels out there. Many kids don't do that. They start with a narrow list. They have a a list of five or 10 schools where they think they want to play, but Remember, there has to be a lot of things that go right for you to actually fit with a program, right? Your skill set has to fit. The timing has to be right. There has to be a program need. There needs to be a financial fit. And so schools can disappear from that list really quickly. So start wide, cast a wide net, and then as you move through the recruiting process and get a better understanding for both what you want in a college baseball experience and you start to get a better understanding of the types of schools that are going to be interested in your skill set then you can begin to narrow the list many players make the mistake of starting way too early but starting way too narrow early and then they try and expand it late and at that point sometimes it's too late so it's okay to have a dream school and big goals keep those programs at the top of your list but early on Cast a wide net and consider a a broad range of options and programs and work to narrow and focus your list later on. You're not going to regret exploring all the options that college baseball has to offer you. And you may even be surprised to find that there's a lot more programs out there that are a good fit for what you're looking for. So if you're familiar with KPB, it's likely that none of these five steps is completely new to you. The key is that you always want to be making informed decisions throughout the recruiting process. If you do your homework on schools, you let the standard of play for each program be your guide, you have a realistic view of your skill set, keep an open mind, and you're willing to work your tail off to improve, you're going to be well on your way to finding a college baseball fit and targeting the appropriate schools. Thanks for making it to the end of this episode of the KPB Podcast. If you find value in our podcast, please help us make it better. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, leave us a five-star rating, write a review. All of that helps us get this information into the hands of those who need it most. We're always beyond excited to get questions and provide more information. You can reach us by email at keepplayingbaseball@gmail.com. At Our Twitter DMs are open. That's at KeepPlayingBB. Same is true for our Instagram account. That's at KeepPlayingBaseball. And Facebook, KeepPlayingBaseball. We're always excited to help provide you with the information that you need to make educated decisions in the recruiting process and move towards your goal of playing college baseball. Don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything. And we'll be back with another episode soon. Until then, take care.